Wind FM, good morning. It's Hunter and Parker. Yeah, hey, Hunter. It's Don Felder. How are you? Hi, good. How are you? I'm doing great. <laughs> Hi, Don. I'm Parker. Very nice to talk to you. Yeah, nice to talk to both you guys. You're up in Gainesville, right? Yes, 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 we are. Are you in Florida right now? I am down in Orlando, and before this, I was just down in Miami for a few days. Oh, doing right a on. private show down there, and up here at Epcot doing a few shows, and then I uh, fly back, I think, to L.A. on Wednesday. Oh, how cool. Who's your favorite Disney character? <laughs> All of them. That's yep. politically there correct. You go. <laughs> the, the right answer, Don Felder. <laughs> <laughs> the topic this morning, because you're a Gainesville boy, the topic this morning is alligators. There have been so many alligators <laughs> lately. Parker just found out that alligators can climb chain link fences. I'm not a Florida oh native. Like I'm originally from the Midwest, and I just didn't know that gators could climb anything. Anything. Wow, I, I never knew that either. So See, thanks for the info. Yeah, I think you got to put razor wire at the top of your J-Lake <laughs> fence. <huh? laughs> They'd still probably get through that in some way. It's a Florida Gator that I know of. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you went to Gainesville High School. Parker wants to know if you want to shout out to any of your teachers. Yeah, do you remember? Well, yeah, well I had one teacher that actually went on to fail me in ninth grade English. And I wound up spending the summer back in that hot concrete block, no air conditioning building. While everybody else was going to the beach and going to the swimming pool and having a great time, I had to go back in and make up uh, my English class with the same teacher. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's funny that later I went on to become a uh, New York Times bestselling author, but not as a result of her Did you send your book back to her to be regraded? <laughs> I, I think she had long since passed by that time. <laughs> and the book you're referring to is Heaven and Hell, My Life with the Eagles, which I read and I loved. I mean, you just dive in right away because you're talking about all the things local Gainesville. It is so cool. You take us down memory lane. That is awesome. Yeah, you know, there was a surprising number of people that kind of grew up in Gainesville uh, from Tom Petty. Mm-hmm. Stephen Stills, myself, we all went, to, and Bernie Ledden, we all went to GHS together uh, within a year or two of each other, and we're in battles with the bands against each other. Uh, the Allman Brothers were over in Daytona Beach. Dwayne taught me how to play slide. I taught Tom Petty how to play guitar. He was uh, coming into a music store I was working in. He was playing bass in this band called The Epics, and he thought it was kind of nerdy to stand up in front of the stage and and play bass instead of playing guitar. Plus, he wanted to write. So uh, we started teaching him kind of basic chord progressions and that sort of stuff. So it was just uh, an unusual of people that came out of that one little hot spot that went on to become platinum-selling rock and roll uh, artists and uh, rock and roll Hall of Fame inductees and just kind of uh, world-famous uh, musicians that came out of that one little area together. What was like the coolest, like when you were that age and, you know, you're going to high school, like where was the place that you would always hang out around town? Well, there was a couple of places. We played a lot of fraternity parties. And then there was a place called Dub's mm-hmm. Beer Room that our band was way too young to be playing in there. But they kind of bent the laws and <laughs> had us play there. And on Wednesday night, they had a wet t-shirt contest that I remember very vividly to this day. It was probably one of my favorite Wednesday nights all month long to go and play for that. 
as I imagine any high school boy would vividly remember that. Absolutely. Especially in that age without the internet and everything. <laughs> That's so cool. And, uh, you know, Dubs is closed now. Lipa Music's closed. Oh, no. When was the last time you were in Gainesville, Don? Uh, I was there a couple of years ago when I was inducted into the Florida Musicians Hall of Fame. Mm. Oh, yeah. uh, Florida Artists Hall of Fame. I guess it was two years ago or something, and they wanted to do it in Gainesville, where I had grown up. And <clears throat> Ken Detzner, the Secretary of State, uh, and I have become good friends since then. He's really helped me uh, a lot. About uh, At one point, I was thinking of moving back to Florida for mm-hmm. uh, income tax reasons and possibly retiring down here. So he and I have been talking about becoming a Florida resident again. Who knows? Uh, doesn't Stephen still live in Gainesville, or he bought a house in Gainesville, possibly? Uh, uh, yes, he has a house there that I think his mother, when she passed, uh, left to him. It was their home family estate, hmm. and uh, he still goes back there a lot and spends a lot of time there. See, now I think you he's can... got a building at the University of Florida that's the Stephen Stills Band Room. So mm-hmm. he's devoted... He dedicated a bunch of money to it so they could have a, a nice band room for their marching band. Yeah, we got to name something after Don Felder. Old Fingers uh-huh. Felder. Who can we name after you? We got to find something to name after Don Felder. Oh, this would be a great uh-huh. thing for the listeners to decide. Yeah, we'll have to put uh-huh. some thought there into you go. it. So, well, one thing I wanted to know real quick, Don, is you are living in California right now, right? Uh, well, I. Uh have this beautiful black brand new Ramoa suitcase that I live out <laughs> That's of. What you're living out of. Time. <laughs> I get to go home to my home in uh, California for a few days, empty that suitcase with all the dirty clothes, pack the new clothes and take <laughs> off again. So I don't know that I actually live there, yeah. but I do declare it as my residency. <laughs> you at least visit there. Yeah. <laughs> you at least check up on it. <laughs> Well, would you say that, like, the people in California are weirder weirder than, like, the people in Florida? Like, you know, Florida man versus California man. I think, you know, each have their own unique weirdness, to oh, say the truth. Uh, unique weirdness. <laughs> unique weirdness. Like, the state of California has unbelievably intense gun laws. And here in Florida, I think you can just go, just about go buy yeah, anything you want got anywhere. And so I haven't really analyzed the... Uh, number of deaths from handguns and shooting and all that weird stuff. It seems like I see a lot of that coming out of Florida. I don't know why, but uh, anyway. I just, I always thought, because my brother lives in San Francisco, and some of the things that he's told me, I thought, wow, it seems like California and Florida people are really interchangeable in a way. <laughs> Despite the politics, but... Well, it depends on the part of San Francisco he's in. Or as Don has called it, unique weirdness. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I love it. Well, you've got another new solo album out, American ah. Rock and Roll. And oh my gosh, the lineup you have helping you on this album. This is incredible. Yeah, yeah I, uh, <laughs> my last record in 2012. Mm-hmm. I had played everything on the record, every guitar track, except for I invited one guest in, Steve Lukather, who's an incredible guitar player from Toto, mm-hmm. to play on the title title track, Road to Forever. Uh, and we had a ball doing that, but uh, the one thing I felt was missing was the inspiration and the energy of playing and working with other people. <clears throat> so this time around, I really invited a lot of people to come in and play to inspire me. And push me to a new height, push me out of my safe uh, 
zone and put me in a place where I had to dig down deep to sit across from Joe Satriani ah. and play guitar with him, you know, or sit with uh, Richie Sambora and Orianti and play guitar with them. And so it was a really exciting, fun experiment for me to have all these people and this massive palette of talent to be able to choose from for who was going to sing on what song and who was available uh, at what time. If they could come in the studio, they would. And if not, then we'd send files off to Hawaii for Nick Fleetwood to play on, mm-hmm. or we'd send files up to Canada for Alex Lifeson from Rush to play on. But just an incredible amount of wonderful people showed up to play on this with me, and I had such fun, such a ball doing it. I think I'll do something like that again. I think you should. Yeah. I mean, Sammy Hagar, Bob Rear, uh, Peter Frampton, Slash, Richie Sambora. You mentioned uh, Mick Fleetwood, Chad Smith of the Chili Peppers, Alex Lifeson, Steve Bercaro. And, not, you know, I saved the best for last, of course, your daughter, Leah. <laughs> you know, Leah used to sing in my touring band. Uh, this is... Uh, Probably 10 years ago, mm-hmm. finally, after three or four years, she said, Dad, I, I can't play with you anymore. I said, well, did I do something wrong? She said, no, it's time for me to develop my own career. And I went, Aww. wow, okay, that's what every dad wants to hear. I had held her hand, got her on stage, got her comfortable being on stage, using in-air monitors to sing with and play with, and where she was fearless when she walked out on stage. She's a brilliant talent, but she had some reservations about being out on stage by herself. So uh, I was able to help her with that until she got to the point where she was really ready to go all on her own. And I let go, and she's done extremely well. I can imagine that's like a special thing. Like, I'm not a dad. I don't have any children. But as a dad, seeing your daughter or your your son or daughter, whoever, carry on your passion and make it their own, that's got to be one of the most proud moments, right? It is. You know, I don't know how and why she had wound up with so much talent, uh, but she just has this gift, and it's just been a miraculous thing to watch her grow from eight years old when I really first discovered how great of a singer she was, how in tune she was from eight-year-old, all the way up to hearing her sing now. It's just, it's been a wonderful thing to observe and try to help with it. She's been doing a lot of writing. She, the other day she sent me this track and said, you know, Dad, I've got this great song. I love it, but I can't write a bridge. What What do I do? I said, well, you know, if, what do you want me to do? She said, I want you to write the bridge. I went, Leah, if I do that, it's going to sound like you're going down this beautiful, ethereal, Leah, highway, and then all of a sudden this right turn into Dad's <laughs> music. I've been back into Leah. Said, We're going off the road here. <laughs> That's right. Detour. Said, do this. Take, take this and put the song aside for a couple of weeks, and then, you know, come back to it and see, get away from it for a while. So she wrote me back about three weeks later when you were absolutely right. Once I got away from it, stopped trying to focus so intensely on one little spot, it just flowed out. I said, well, that's a great lesson for you to learn when you kind of stump your toe or bump your head on something, go away from it, and then come back with a fresh, uh, fresh look at it. And it worked. Wow, that is so cool. So she helps you uh, backing vocals, guest vocals on the way things have to be on this album, American Rock and Roll. What's your favorite? If you had to choose one song on this album, what's your oh, favorite? Oh, wow. I, you know, there's something to me about the sun or the track sun. Okay. Because I originally wrote that for my 
first newborn son. And I had played it for Henley and Fry back for the one of these sites records. They thought it was a little just inappropriate that early. And so they passed on it. And so I just put it away. And then when I was thinking about songs that I really liked, it meant a lot to me. I went back and I started playing that song. It's got this really strange guitar acoustic uh, tuning to it. So I started playing it. I said, maybe it's the lyrics to talk about the first glimpse of my son. Maybe it should have a different perspective to it about more of a human existence, about coming onto the planet and having the first glimpse of the sun while we're here, rising up to see it all again. And then finally at the end, the last verse is about a warm crossing of life going on to wherever we all go. And so it, it, it seemed like it had a more powerful, um, just kind of spiritual message to it than just writing a song about myself. Okay. I think you answered my question then. We are going to hear the song <laughs> that they missed out on. That's what we're going to play this morning. Okay. All right. It's called Sun. It's off of Don Felder's new solo album, American Rock and Roll. It is out right now. Don Felder, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Why can't we have him on every day? Yeah. Can you come Can you call us every morning? <laughs> I'd love to. Actually, next time I come to Gainesville, I'll pop in and see you guys. We'll do an in-studio. Oh, that would be oh the bomb. Oh, my gosh. People would go insane. <laughs> That would be cool. Anytime you just name it, we're here for you. Yeah. All right. All Thank right. you, guys. I uh, can't wait to get back to games. I love it up there. All Very right. nice talking oh. to you. Have fun playing at Epcot tonight and tomorrow. Go Gators. Go Gators. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Don. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Have a great day. Bye.